You are listening to the Fear Film Studios Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from Orlando, Florida, and I'm Robert Mercedi, your host. And I'm Don Fisher and he, oh, in there, Chicago. There was a little pause there. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Did I blow that already? No. Are we ever gonna get this right? <laughs> gotta be on it, Don. You gotta be on it. I know. <laughs> I never know when to come in. I don't know why. <laughs> we'll work on that. We'll work. On we'll, it, we'll work on it. No. We'll work. On it. Yeah. But yeah. 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 We'll, is it still raining up there, Don? I know. I know. No. Last week you were talking about it was really oh wet in god, Chicago. Oh my god, Rob! Oh my god! I I'm gonna get a kayak. I'm telling you, man. It's just <laughs> I, we're gonna get rain the next three days. It, it's just and it rain. Oh man! It, they were saying it's been the um, we've had the most rainfall this May. I mean, I don't know. I think we broke some records. I swear, I think we have. No, you're you're not near any uh, rivers or anything. So is that no? So that doesn't affect you. Okay. But there's some flooding, flooding most yeah. definitely. Oh yeah, I mean when the sewers can't handle it, and the, and you know, and my backyard starts looking like a lake, you know, and you you hope it doesn't come close to the house, and yeah, it gets gets a little scary. Plus my I have a pitched driveway into a channel drain, and not to bore everybody with tears, but to tears. Um, <laughs> but um, <laughs> I yeah, it's it's a concern, you yeah. know. Uh, people have had flooding, and um. You know, it's uh, it, it's been a really wet month, as we were talking about last <laughs> week, and uh, it's gonna end. And it's gonna get. We're gonna get rain the next three days. So, and yeah. it's just gonna get wetter. Yes, yes, yes. It is not in a uh, good way. No, not the good wet. Uh, <laughs> so, but uh, we're doing all right. We had a nice uh, holiday weekend. I hope you did yeah. too. Yeah. And I had a nice day off and enjoyed well, that. Had some yeah. really nice weather, so yeah. I hope it, everybody out there had a good Memorial Day weekend. Absolutely, and, yep. And, uh, yep. You know, got to go out a little bit and barbecued or enjoyed or uh, whatever. Some, seen some family or what have you. Hope everybody had a nice holiday weekend. It just, it just rained in in Florida, so we didn't do too much. So yeah, that's what you were saying. That's and it's raining today. You said right. So what I did was is I watched a whole bunch of horror films. Did you? <laughs> I did. <laughs> All right. What did you watch? <laughs> well, um, I started off, I watched the director's cut of Dr. Sleep. Okay. And I got, of course, you know, the reason why we're doing The Shining this yes. week is because it's the 40th anniversary of The Shining. I can't believe that. Can you believe that? Oh 40th God. anniversary of The Shining. <sighs> I feel old. <laughs> Came out was released oh. on May 23rd. So by the time people start will hear this, it'll, you know, be a little bit later, but Yeah. Yeah. 20, 40 years, dude. So wow. anyway, so I, I you know, I watched the the Shining, of course. I watched Doctor Sleep, the uh 
extended okay. version. And so after watching Doctor Sleep, I got on. You know, I found out that you know I like Mike Flanagan, the director of Doctor Sleep. Okay. And I I was like, okay, what other movies has he done? And they just happened to have a whole bunch of his movies on Netflix. Oh, great! And one of his films was Hush. Did you watch? It? I watched it. Rob. Now, when it first when it when it first came on, um, you know I'm sick with about this movie. It's I, I know, I, fucking amazing. I well, I here here here's here's my take. All right, all okay. right, all right. And this is why you know I mean we <laughs> you know we differ sometimes, but go ahead. No, 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 but. Don't hurt my feelings, but go no, ahead. No, no, no. <laughs> <But> go ahead. <laughs> no, I started watching the movie, and I'm like, okay, this is interesting. And then, uh, you know, the the killer comes about, and he's got the mask and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. All right, I've seen this before. I wasn't too excited about it. But let me tell you, by the time you get into the middle of the movie, wow. I know. Incredible. It, wow, it I was I, I was so blown away by the end of the film. I was like, holy crap. It's it's, it's amazing I mean, what, film. I told you. Amazing. What did I tell you? I, it's smart. Yeah. I, and I, I know I don't want to sound like a broken record, but I hate those. Okay. Like, just like what you just said. Okay. I've seen this before, but, but you, I was like, you, what, what could they do? They're in this house. She can't hear anything. Right. And right. he's outside tormenting her. And I'm like, I know. Oh, so what's the point? What is the point of this film? Wow. It just turned on a dime, man. It became yeah. this really interesting film. It was yeah. not really a horror film, but it was a suspense thriller. A suspense thriller. Yeah. I mean, I've seen. There's a couple other horror films where they have somebody that's like either death or you know right. deaf or mute. Right. Um. But wow, this was. There was like as soon as he threw in a couple twists in there and oh. things going on, it really became interesting and it kept getting oh. more interesting, more interesting as Love it went. This film. And by the I end cannot... of the film, you're like. Wow, that was I, cool. I can't say enough about it. I yeah. just, I cannot. I. But I, 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 I but to be honest, I, at, at the beginning of the film, I was kind of like, eh, what, you know, what can he do with this? You know, when it grabbed me was um, when he had the friend and he was banging her up against the window, uh, against the door, and she's oh, screaming yeah. and, and, and she can't hear it. She, yeah. she wasn't looking that way. Yeah. And, her, you know, he's killing her friend. And it's just goes for the throat well, and it's smart. And, well, and she doesn't do anything stupid and all that would never happen. I hate well, films that, like that. That's where and, I was like, okay, this this woman's getting killed. And then this this guy's brazen enough to kill her right in front of the window. Oh, right there. Right there. So yeah, I was yeah. like, eh. and then when he takes his mask off and I'm like, eh. But yeah. that really didn't concern me as the as the movie went on because it got so interesting. It did. It was. Oh my God. Uh, I mean, it took place in a house. Phenomenal. I mean, this really, yep. you know, cabin. And then yeah. I'm going, why is she living there in the first place? But then you figure it all out. You know, she's oh, yeah. she's an independent, you know, woman didn't want to be taken care of. And yep. throughout what's going on, you find out about what she went through. And yep. uh, that was really a smart film. I I was it, really impressed. Isn't with it, that. Rob? Yeah. I'm telling you, I'm so glad you liked it. I was really worried. Because I would have had to reach through the phone. I'm like, what's the matter with you? <laughs> oh my god, no, is that, that film was, amazing? But I was like, well, I, I have, I have, I've recommended it to a lot of people, and you know, and I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but everybody's come back and said, "Wow, Don, that film's amazing." It is. It is. It's just an oh my really god. smart um, thriller. Oh, and that's why I was like, Fantastic. oh wow, you know why. 
and, and, so and the same director of Doctor Sleep did, did Hush. Hush. So okay. I'm like, okay, what else has he done? Because this movie just really blew my mind. Yeah. And it, they had another one of his films called Before I Wake. I don't know okay. if you've seen that. It's, no. It's on Netflix. Okay. Um, another, not really a horror film. It's got horror elements in it, but it's uh, really a thought-provoking thriller movie. Okay. Um, this this child has these special gifts. Um. And he can, uh, it's hard to explain, but basically, um, whenever, whatever he sees, um, when he goes to sleep, um, they become real All right. while he's sleeping. And then when he wakes up, they disappear. Okay. So this couple, um, had lost their son. He had drowned and they, um, they take him, this, this, this boy, you know, they adopt him. And uh, they find out about his gifts the hard way. You uh -huh. know, they start seeing butterflies, and they're like, "What's going on?" And okay, but there's this, you know, creature that in his dreams that you know becomes real and starts terrorizing them. Wow! So he doesn't want to go to sleep because of this creature. So he's you know he's up for days. He's drinking. so he's not a bad kid or he's anything. not a bad he's kid. Just... He's, he's okay. Okay. He just doesn't know how to control it. And Got then it. you find out at the end of, you know, what's going on, which was really cool. Okay. But it's not your it's not a typical horror film. I mean, it's got horror stuff in it. Yeah. But again, like Hush, it's one of those movies where it progresses and then at the end you figure out everything and I yeah. didn't think it was as good as Hush, but it was it's worth checking out. And what's the name of it? It's called, it's called Before I Wake. Before I Wake. Okay. Now he did another movie called Oculus, and I have not seen that. Never uh, heard but, about it. But that's more of a horror film. Okay. Um, and then his other film I found out later was like one of his first films, um, Abstensia, I think it is. Okay. Was a actually played at my film festival. Oh. So I was like, wow. This guy, okay. I mean, I probably have his contact information because he, you know, submitted his movie wow. to us. That's awesome. <laughs> What's the director's name again? Uh, Mike Flanagan. Mike Flanagan. Yeah. Okay. So anyway. Okay. <laughs> Just when we were talking about the one um, with the boy, it reminded me of Brightburn. Did you ever see Brightburn? Yeah. Um, yeah, where he's got this these superpowers. Yeah. And, uh, I have not seen that, but I wanted to see that. It's good. Yeah. I liked it. But it's, yeah. it's probably like that. It's similar. Yeah. It has similarities. It's not identical, but yeah. Where the boy has these powers and um, he's adopted by this couple and it's good. Hmm. I liked it. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. A little super supernatural in it as well. Which supernatural. It's all right. I like some <laughs> of that, but you know, I don't know. But yeah. And I saw um, I See You with Helen Hunt. Oh, yeah, you were talking about that, yeah. And it's on Amazon. It's on um, Amazon? Yeah. It's okay. Is that a it horror, was recommended. horror film? Or? No, it's a thriller. And uh, a friend of now, mine recommended it. Now, it, so. is this pretty recent film? Is she... Yeah, it's on the new releases or whatever is on she, Amazon. Is she still look like Helen Hunt? or she? Oh, no, she doesn't, Rob. <laughs> no, she does not. Really? She lost it, huh? She wanted to get rid of those wrinkles, and I just oh, couldn't. No, I mean, I really? just kept thinking like Kenny Rogers. I just like, <laughs> oh, my God. 
or Joan Rivers. It's just <laughs> terrible. It's terrible. She looks Kenny like a mannequin. Roger. Oh my God, Rob! I think I think it's a like, lot of women turn into Kenny Rogers. I'm why are you doing that? Oh, and she because Helen Hunt was cute. She was. You Lister, know, man. I, I, she was like, ooh. Yeah, and and as good as it gets. And, and I know good, those yeah. were years ago. Yeah. And I know those were I don't know nineties. I don't know, but what? and I'm sure she probably would have had a lot of quite a big you know a few wrinkles by now. And that's fine. Let it go. Leave it alone. Oh my God, she doesn't look human. Oh God, Rob. You know what she reminded me of? Um, one of the uh, masks in The Strangers. Oh, really? Like one of the Cupid dolls or whatever. Oh, my. Oh, I'm not man. kidding. Um, it's bad. It's really bad. And it was distracting, wow, really? actually. Yeah, it's bad. You get, wait, just watch the trailer, if you, even if you don't want to watch the film. But if you, know, but if you want to watch the film, it's... Yeah, it's <laughs> I don't I don't know what the hell she was thinking, but that I mean, wow. well, I know what she was thinking, but that's not it doesn't even look like well, her. I mean, how old is she um, now? She's got to be up there, right? Yeah, I'm thinking probably 60s, probably. Yeah, it's a shame. Um, it's a shame. Maybe mid to late, um, but you know, I mean, there's a lot of so many, you know, just actresses. don't age well. I don't know what it is. I mean, yeah, that's true. But you know, this is you, not but an Then you look at, like, oh Sophia God. Loren or something like that, and they're, like, 80 years old, and they're still hot. And they look great. And they still, I you know. know, it's like, wow. But Diane Keaton just looks good, terrific. Yeah, Diane yeah. Keaton. I mean, it must be oh, good yeah. genes or something. I don't They yeah. take care of themselves. They eat right or something. I don't oh, know. yeah. But this is just, I couldn't believe it. just <laughs> doesn't even look like Anyway. It's it's good. It's um, I don't know. It kind of had me and then didn't have me and then you know kind of lost me and then got me back and it was kind of like a roller coaster that way. Um, this this just came out, right? I see. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you think it's it does have some twists to it, which I like. So you think it's going one way and then they introduce some characters and they're like, oh wait a minute, what's this all about? So then this is now we have a new plot within a plot type thing and um, people aren't you know, what they seem and, you know, so it has all kinds of these types of elements and um, it did hold, hold my attention, but it, it's, you know, when you see something like Hush or Christie <laughs> or Creep or Creep 2 or yeah. all these other ones or The Strangers, it's, you know, I guess, you know, I've set my bar pretty high and I know you have too. So, um, and I don't want to sound like a snob, but it's just when you see really good films, you know, you, you can appreciate yeah, those wonderful films, and then when you see something mediocre, and I'm sorry, I'm calling it what it is. It's mediocre. Yeah, because we it, don't want that, you know, oblivious review, Don. We want, no. we want the honest opinion. You want the truth, and I'm giving you the truth. <laughs> I mean, you know, if there's nothing else going, and you want to watch a thriller, and you've seen most of what you're looking at on Netflix or Amazon, and you want to check it out, and you know, it really sucks. You know, is that, not, it wouldn't be the worst thing to, to watch, but it's okay. Like, it, you know, if, if Helen Hunt still looked good, it would have been like, well, you know, the movie's okay, but... Yeah, but at least you got look a good-looking Helen Hunt. You don't yeah. even have that now. Wow. That's a It's like she was wearing a mask. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It's horrible. Oh, God, she looks terrible. Oh, really? that's... Wow. I'm sorry, and yeah. I like her. I really I do, her, and I hate yeah. to sound bad. Like, I just... Yeah, it was distracting, almost. I'm not kidding. It was just like, wow. Oh, my God, that's Helen Hunt. Anyway, that's the only uh, person, that's the only um, actress or actor that you, that you know. Everybody else are no names, but and everybody did a good job. You know, the acting was pretty good, um, and the story was interesting. It's just it was kind of a little fragmented for me. That's all. So, 
So you said, oh, I like so basically, just, if it, if it's on Netflix or something, watch it or or you yeah, would, you would it, it's never, on Amazon. So you know, like not, I said, if there's nothing else going and you want to watch a thriller and you've seen a lot of you know everything you're flipping through, go ahead and do it. It's, it's, not, it's not a movie to buy then. No, <laughs> no, no. But that's basically what ha- what was happening to me. I was kind of looking, flipping through, and I kind of seen a lot of these other films. I'm like, you know, a friend of mine recommended this. Let's check it out. So, and it was okay. There you go. Plus, you're curious to see how Helen Hunt looked like. Uh, yeah, I mean, heck, that, there you go. You could do that too. You're like, God that's damn, probably why she people are gonna watch it now. <laughs> well, fuck the movie. Probably, I want to see it, what Helen Hunt looks like. <laughs> you're like, oh, that's probably why you hated the movie. Chick. You probably hated uh, the movie because you're like, God damn, she looks terrible. It was really tough. And it took, yeah, you, out, it took just, you out of the movie, and it was probably a good movie, but you're like, God damn, what the? F-? It was very distracting. <laughs> I can't. I'm not kidding you. And I know that <laughs> sounds weird, but it's just, it's just, it's like I was watching Kenny Rogers with long hair walking around. It was just really weird. I think she's trying For to. She's trying to be in the next Purge movie. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't even have to wear a mask. Oh, that's no, bad. You, that's bad. I'm sorry. This one need him? No, no, we're good. Okay, give the mask to somebody else. <laughs> um. I'm sorry, I'm really oh, ripping on yeah, Helen Hunt right now. No, I like bad. her a lot. I well, just, I know, yeah, yeah, that was. We're sorry. We're that sorry, was, Helen. That was bad. That was bad. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah, but that's. So. Good lord, man! I guess she's not only... coming on the show ever. No, God, she'd be like, "You motherfucker! Uh, you son of a bitch is you." What's the matter with my face? I paid a lot for my face. Um, probably did. That's the sad part. Oh, Probably God. paid a lot for that too. Jesus. That's it's just bad. <laughs> I don't know. I'm now I'm like stuck on this. Yeah. You got to get me out of this. <laughs> no, what I meant to say was, um, I uh, <laughs> I like suspense thrillers that just grab me by the throat and never let me go. <laughs> yes. That's what I like. I just you know this is kind of like oh wow this is great and then oh yeah now you're kind of losing me and you get me back and it's like this back and forth. I heard that about Midsummer. Did you watch Midsummer? Uh, I did not. It did, uh, you know. It's that A2 something, A whatever, that's yeah, that director that did I, The Witch. No, it's not It's not him. It's somebody else. Um, oh, it is somebody else? I, I thought for, it was the same guy. No, he, he did uh, He did another movie. I think it was, what the hell? I think it was, was it, it wasn't It Follows, but it was something... It comes at night or something. Something that like that. Something. He did a movie like okay. that. And okay, like, well, that whatever. one sucked too. <laughs> but, uh... Oh, oh man. good. At least Look you're that. being honest of... now. I love that. Oh, oh, man. I wish I could get that two hours back. <laughs> oh. Oof. Was that brutal? You want to talk about a lot of nothing that just nothing happening. Oh, Not God. And I know we're all different. And, you know, it's like, oh, it's an art horror film. And I can appreciate some of that. Like, The Witch was kind of in that. Yeah, you know category. You know, the witch and I, is I can appreci- done well, but the witch yeah. was great. Yeah, yeah, compared to like I don't know. I I I don't want to keep repeating and going backwards, but like yeah, come on, man. No, thank you. But anyway, so I, I'm I'm still wanting to. I'm curious about Midsummer. I may check that out this week and see. Okay. Yeah, we'll get a, see what that's. We'll get a review from Don on that. Yes. Yes. And on that note, uh, we're going to take a little break here. We're going to take a break. Okay. And uh, we'll be back and we'll talk about The Shining. The Shining. Yes. We'll be right back. All right. You are listening to the Fear Film Studios Podcast Network. Hello. 
here to tell all you filmmakers out there that if you have a film that you want to submit to the best horror genre film festival in the world, then submit it now. The Freak Show Horror Film Festival is taking short films, super short films, and feature-length horror films. If you need more information, just go to our website at freakshowfilmfest.com, click on the submit button, and you'll get all the information that you need. That's freakshowhorrorfilmfest.com. And while you're there, tell them freaking a clown sent you. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're back with Horror Vein. I'm Robert Massetti. I'm Don Fisher. See, that's better. Good. It is. Got that it. flowed better. That really I'll get did. it. That I got. Awesome. I think I got it now. <laughs> you got it? I think so. Okay. Just, just checking, man. You know what I haven't heard is a little, you know, sound from your board yet. My, your new toy. And okay. we're All back right. there. Okay, there we go. <laughs> More horror vein for you. I was afraid you forgot how to use it or something. <laughs> anyway. I forget I have them sometimes. I know. But I have it, I have I this new one now. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when you watch Helen Hunt <laughs> and I see you. I know. Oh, God. Her my performance girl. is great. What you do but... to my girl? Oh, God. Oof. All right, I got to stop. I got to stop. Okay. I'm sure We're the listeners that. are like, all right, enough, Don. Yeah. Enough about Helen Hunt. We're going to talk about The Shining. Yes. It's the 40th anniversary of The Shining. Yes. I can't believe it's been 40 years. Holy cow. I feel old. Yeah. The Shining came out in 1980. Wow. Psychological horror produced and directed by Stanley Kubrick. Yeah, co-written by novelist Diane Johnson. The film is based on Stephen King's 1977 novel of the same name. Yeah. The film stars Jack Nicholson, Shelley Duvall, Scatman Crothers, and Danny Lloyd. Danny Lloyd. Yeah. I was watching, um, they had this uh, documentary about the making of The Shining. And... Wow, I was blown away. It was actually shot by Stanley Kubrick's wife. And really? They, I had no idea that um, they basically, they went out and, you know, the Overlook is, you know. That's the a, Overlook, right. The well, over- what I heard was they did the interiors in one hotel and then the, the exteriors in a different hotel. No. Is what so I So what they did was, uh, the, it's, the Overlook is based on the uh, Timberline Lodge in Oregon. Okay. So what they did is they took pictures of that real location and they built a facade on a stage. So the front of it was built. Really? Yeah. So they 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 shot the whole thing. They built you know all the hallways and everything like that on a studio set. Oh, really? That wasn't an actual hotel? No. Wow. Okay, I I misunderstood then. Yeah. All right. I mean, it, oh, I mean, there is an actual hotel, uh, hotel, but they didn't shoot the it. In the, they didn't shoot it in the hotel. No, but but they took like the exteriors. They took all the exteriors. Yes. Exteriors. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah, I was that I had heard kind of the same thing too. So I was like, whoa, okay, that wow. was weird. And they got this footage of Jack Nicholson, and he's you know prepping, prepping. Yeah. You know, 
to uh you know to be filmed mm-hmm. and he is amazing i mean he is jumping up and down trying to get into the character and all the stuff that i see all you know a lot of actors do sure but um the one thing was is that uh shelly duvall they're talking to her and she's like this film was so uh nerve-wracking and upsetting for her to work on but there was a reason why because Stanley Kubrick was trying to get her so unnerved for the role. Okay. So he was on her constantly, but he was trying to get her agitated and upset so she could get, you know, a better performance. Sure. So, I mean, like the scene where they're doing, you know, he's, uh, he's got the, he's going up the stairs and she has the bat. Yeah. You know, and, and she's, she's swinging it, yeah. And she's yeah, just, yeah. she's just a mess. Oh yeah, she scene. is. She is. So yeah. I mean, they, you know, Stanley would just keep doing it and doing it and doing wow. it. Um, you know, because that was the, that's how he operated. He had a small crew, yeah. and he did a lot of takes. I mean, sometimes he did thirty takes. Wow. And you know the scene where he's smashing the door with the axe. Oh yeah. They they said they don't know how many doors they. They went wow, through. Wow, really? And the, you know, the. And she's freaking out. She's freaking the, out. In the bathroom, yeah. yeah. And the, and the oh, wood's yeah. flying. The camera's oh, like yeah. right there. Yeah. They had a, oh, yeah. the camera was right there. <laughs> oh, yeah. That seems amazing. Well, that's, yeah. Very... But it was just, it was so interesting to see uh, Kubrick work in this documentary. It was just amazing. Wow. And uh, they had some interviews with different directors, and every director was going, they, they, you know, they don't like horror films, but for whatever reason, when you watch a Stanley Kubrick film, you can't turn away, and it's no. true. You, see, you, true. you turn the movie on, and you're hooked. You're gonna watch the movie all the way through. Yeah. And they could could not explain why that is. Mm. All these different directors, and they're talking to Steven Spielberg, who was a close friend of Kubrick. Oh wow. And and uh, Kubrick went, you know, because Spielberg saw the film. And Kubrick went up to him and said, what'd you think? And, and Steven like, gave a long pause, like a lot of people, like me included. I did mm-hmm. not like the film when I first saw it. I didn't, because I read the book. Oh, really? I read the book. Okay. And a lot of people read the book, because it was a very popular book. But, they, you know, they changed a lot of things. And even Steven Spielberg said, you know, I watched the film and I, I didn't like it. But now wow. he's seen it. And he says this. He goes, I've watched the film 25 times. He goes, this is my f- most, this film is my favorite film. One of my favorite films of all time now. He goes, it just Alex. takes multiple sittings to get everything. Yeah. And that's what happened to me. And now I, you okay. know, I really like like this film. Especially when you watch it and then you watch Dr. Sleep. Oh, sure. Because... Yeah. They also had this documentary where they had Stephen King and Mike Flanagan. And Stephen King's going, uh, you know, The Shining um, is really based on real stuff that he went through. He said he was an alcoholic. Mm. And The Shining is about his alcoholism. He it's all a metaphor of, you know, he's a, you know, he has a family. And if he goes on a bender... He could do this to his family. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that's, that's what true. the film's really about. Yeah. It's the fear 
of not being in control, something else controlling you. Sure. And then you end up killing your family. Wow. I mean, it's like an extreme thing, but. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then Dr. Sleep, he wrote when he was not drinking anymore. He's sober. So basically, that's really about his life. Yeah. Stephen King's life. Wow. So I thought that was interesting. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. So what did you what did you think of the film? Oh, phenomenal film. Just well, I love Jack. I mean, I can watch him, you know, read the phone book. I just love Jack. Everything I've seen him in. So you got that going for it right away. That's right off the bat, you know. Now, now before you before you keep going. Well, no, and I just I love the premise, you know. Wait, before you get going. Yeah. Casting wise, you know who was fantastic. You know who else was up for the parts? No. Oh god. Robert De Niro. Oof. Robin Williams. He probably could have pulled it off. And Harrison Ford. Mm, Maybe. All of whom Stephen King turned it down. No, Stephen King. No, Stephen King didn't want them. But they were auditioning for it. But Kubrick wanted Jack Nicholson. That was it. He really wanted Nicholson. And it's I can't see anybody else. I just can't. Yeah. Jack even just, even uh, though he doesn't like working with big stars, he wanted Nicholson. Oh, uh, because right. he's just you know really good actor. Oh, yeah, and really I mean, make it, he does make that role. He does. he doesn't he? Oh, that's what I say. I couldn't see De Niro. I mean, they're all great actors. I just couldn't see it. I just no, just the. I mean, I, I mean, Nick, Nicholson's performance. I, you can't. It's iconic now. It really is. It's it's so part of pulp culture, and that's what happened to the film, is that that's another film that got into the Library of Congress in the oh. National Film Registry. Okay. As culturally, his, historically, and aesthetically significant. Wow. Yes, it is. It's just so And that was good. in 2018 that was selected for preservation. Wow. Yeah. So anyway, I'm sorry to, to interrupt you. No, but, no. Anyway. I mean, it was show. I just love the, you know, the the, the premise and the just the, you know, the shining. Part. I just uh, Scatman. Everybody was just wonderful in it, you know. And it was just it was suspenseful and you know creepy and just the whole setting of you know. I mean, you you again. It. I I don't want to sound like I say this a lot, but <laughs> you know, you you picture yourself. Like we talked about Halloween, you yeah. know, you know, we could everybody, a lot of people have experienced that. You know, I've, I've had, you know, when I was growing up, I had babysitters, Halloween, you're watching horror movies, you know, creepy movies and all that. It totally could happen. Um, maniac walk in the street type deal. I could see, you know, I mean, in a, I mean, he wanted to get away. He so he wanted to write. He wanted, he didn't want any distractions. So you're in this massive hotel and there's nobody there. You know, and I could so see somebody, you know, just going mad. You know what I mean? And just, it's just, it's so real to me. And turning on your loved ones because you're just so, you know, you can't, you get writer's block, or whatever. Remember, he was just, he was having struggling with that. And then, you and know, that, just things were just bothering him. And it was just, he was just going stir crazy. And what a great idea. 
you know. And and uh, then he meets the caretaker in the bathroom that killed mm-hmm. his family beforehand. Yeah, which is a really yeah. good scene. Oh yeah, really great scene. Yeah, and yeah. you know, it all ha- uh, and they give all these subtle hints about it's not really the ghosts; it's his drinking. Yeah, and they really delve into that in Doctor Sleep. Because yeah. Danny yeah. does the same thing. Does the same he's walking in his father's footsteps of alcoholism. Yeah. And it takes um Scatman Crothers uh, you know, being a ghost at this point right. to go, you know, you need to get your act together or you're gonna be yeah. down, you're gonna be down the same path as your father. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he gets sober and, you know, runs into Abra and you know, they go on their adventure. Yeah. But yeah. really, the, you know, the Overlook and everything that's happening at the Overlook, you know, that's, I, I, I just think that's all a metaphor to his alcoholism. For the alcoholism, just, yeah. Because yeah. If, you, if you look, and this was another thing that they pointed out, was that Jack's, you know, Jack Torrance, um, he was seeing the ghosts, too, you know, mm-hmm. along with... With Danny, Danny yeah. boy. Dan- oh my um, god, that that's. But Shelley Duvall's character, she didn't see anything. I mean, she sees she sees him later on when everything starts going bonkers, but yeah. she doesn't know what's going on. You know, he's, you know, going into there and talking to the bartender and having drinks and. That's true. Yeah. You know, and she's oblivious. She's like, "Oh man, having a great time," you know. Yeah. <laughs> Danny. Oh. I love that. The hedge maze. Oh my gosh, Rob, that's just. Oh, the hedge maze. Yeah. Oh, it's wonderful. Yeah, and it's smart. That too. was we all about... indoors, all done. The indoors. hedge maze. Yes. Wow. Yeah, I was like, they built them uh, like wooden structures, and they put these fake plants over them. Wow. And they blew all. Because they this... do a wide shot, they do like a big, and then you, they see how you you see how massive the the maze is. Well, you know how that was done. No, that was the actual. You know, they have the model of the hedge maze. Uh huh. So what they did was they filmed Shelley Duvall and Danny, um, you know, from above, okay. and they superimposed that over in that section. Of the film, you know, with film, they superimposed it into the model. Wow. That's how they make that work. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. So that wasn't actually, you know, it wasn't that whole big hedge mage was not built. No. They built, like, a little bit of it, you know, for for the scenes where they're running around. And it was funny in the documentary is that they build... I don't know how how much of it they built, but it was a little bit. And yeah. then they challenged Stanley Kubrick to get out of it, and sometimes he get lost. <laughs> That's funny. Oh my god! Yeah. I just the simple little things like Danny, you know, he covers back his tracks, and then he goes a different, you know, all the smart little things that the film does. And he, you know, and I just, he's so good. You yeah. know, he's very good in in that role, and it's hard to find. You know, ch- child actors at his age that could tackle what was going on in that film. Absolutely. And he Absolutely. just, he was amazing. Ama- yeah. Everyone in that film. Everybody was great. Is amazing. Yeah. 
which just shows you the genius of Stanley Kubrick. I mean, yeah, oh yeah. And they were talking about the opening of the film where they're driving, and it's it looks like a uh, a vacation right thing where they're flying over the, the you see the pristine mountains and it's beautiful, but they got this music that's like unnerving. You're like, what are we in for here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's um, suspenseful and smart and just, like I said, and just eerie and interesting and just, it's, and then well acted and, you know, Kubrick, you can't go wrong. I mean, it's just got so many things going for it. And Stephen King, I mean, not everything, you know, Misery was great. You know, he's hit a few duds, but most, a lot of, I like most of his films, you know, like novels that turned into films, so yeah, I, um, I liked I liked Misery a lot. I th- I th- Misery was so. fantastic. I think she won an Academy for that, didn't she? Yes, I think she did. Yeah, she um, was amazing. But you know, um, there, there's another great director. You know, Rob Reiner. I mean, he's just he directed Misery. Yeah, he's really good. Director. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay, and you know, yeah. even uh, the original Pet Cemetery. The, I mean, that was one of the um, like one of the few movies that were like taken directly from the book I from, mean, okay i mean it was pretty much the book the original did you like thing. the remake rob i, I didn't see it because i liked the first uh, one so much i i really liked the first one a lot i mean they pff, and i do too they knocked it, it out of the just, park yeah and i just don't <laughs> i know i don't want to harp on remakes oh, and get yes, all upset but i just uh so the uh, so the big thing with uh the shining was uh the use of steadicam Okay. Yeah, we had talked about that in Halloween. In Halloween, yeah. But, you know, yeah. it was, you know, when they shot it, there was only a few films that had really used it a lot. And uh, so Kubrick, uh, you know, he really wanted to move the camera, and he really used the Steadicam a lot. And they show uh, a lot in the, in the, uh, in the documentary okay. about how they set up like a, well, you know, Danny's on the trike. And oh, yeah. they actually had to build a whole system where, you know, they were on their own trike and yeah, following them or and Stanley him. is yeah. on the camera thing following them because he wanted to be there and everything. Mm-hmm. And it was <laughs> weird, you know, that they're rolling. He's rolling around, going around the hotel and, you know, they got this camera following him. That's crazy. And, yeah. And then, you know, there's a lot of scenes where, you know, Shelly's, you know, running into the room. And they got the steady cam, and you know, it's just like you don't even know. I mean, it, you're a lot of times steady cam. You can tell obviously that it's a steady cam or whatever, but you don't really in this film for whatever reason you don't notice it. It's kind of like natural for the camera to be mm-hmm. moving, and yeah. it's so well done. Yeah, they actually had the guy that invented the steady cam was actually there helping them with it. Oh wow! Uh, Garrett Brown is the inventor. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. He was, uh, he was. They they have interviews with him, and he was talking about you know the Steadicam and all and how Stanley loved it and wanted to use it in the film, and so it was it was interesting. It was really really interesting. Did they talk about the two the the two girls and then the blood coming down from the elevators and all that? Oh yeah, the documentary. Yeah, yeah, the two okay. girls. Um, and and well, they they had that, and then. Um, they had the documentary about the making of Dr. Sleep. 
and okay. how they were trying to, you know, make sure everything was accurate. And they said that, you know, they couldn't get it exactly. It was impossible yeah. to get it exactly. But they tried, mm-hmm. you know, the hardest to get it. Yeah. Um, and, and they talked about that. They, the, the two girls, the twins in the mm-hmm. blue dress, they said that they couldn't find that fabric anymore. So they had to wow. make that fabric for the, oh for the film. That's how authentic okay. they were trying to get. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I love when they try to do that with film. So, And that's you know, just, you know, for... that's, Mike, that's Mike Flanagan. I mean, he just loved that. He just loved The Shining, and he loves Stephen King. And, it, yeah. and they had Stephen King on set, and, you know, he was like, Dr. Sleep, this is great what you're doing. He, he just really approved of it. Oh, that's and even great. Stephen King was going, you know, uh, when it first came out, when Shining came out, he didn't like it. It was very, you know. Oh, really? Yeah, he, he was not happy with it at all. Oh, wow. And even he said, you know, he now he, he likes the film and he likes what they, you know, how they incorporated The Shining with Dr. Sleep because the books are totally different on both of them. Okay. The so And what Mike Flanagan did was is that he took – in the book, The Shining, the Overlook burns down. Oh wow! At, at the end, so what he did with Doctor Sleep well, they did was, that in Doctor Sleep, right? Yeah. So he took the ending that you know that was supposed to happen in, in Shining and put it into Doctor Sleep. Okay. Okay. And that's he kind of like tied everything up to go. Okay, this is the ending that everyone was waiting for, and now you get it. In that, Sleep. that they never got. Yeah, right. gotcha. So I was like, okay. oh, that's cool. That's really cool. I like no. I just you know it just watching both films really made me appreciate The Shining even more. And sure. So that's what I got, and that's why I watched the director's cut, which is a little longer. And you know, for the life of me, I can't tell what was added, uh, but it just seemed to flow a lot better in the director's cut than it did. Okay. In the other one, so I don't know. I would yeah. check out the director's cut um, if you're going to watch Doctor Sleep. Okay. Which I have not, I haven't, I, you know, like I just watched the regular. Yeah. So if the, if it is available, I would watch it. It's, it's just how'd you, interesting. Oh, do you own it? Or is that how you watch the director's cut? Well, or? I have the digital version and it, it comes with the director's oh, okay. cut. Okay. So sometimes gotcha. the digital versions have all the versions of the film, which is cool. Gotcha. So I was like, okay. cool, man. Yes. <laughs> yes. So I'm so glad they did Dr. Sleep. It's yes. so good. Yes. Yeah. It's so good. And I just. I love The Shining. Yeah, it's, I'm sure a lot of our listeners have seen it, and I'm sure they hopefully. I, they, I was they just excited it. that in Doctor Sleep they they um, they really made 237, the room 237, really scary. Yeah. Which they, oh yeah. They that's what upset me a lot with The Shining was is that yeah it's you know it's kind of, it's kind of creepy, but they didn't have the lighting and all that. But that's not really Kubrick's style. No, no his style. Was it's like, okay, it's all bright and shiny, and there's bad things happening. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. But like, Mike Flanagan tur- turned it around, and when you get into two thirty seven, and you have these distant shots, and you see the the lady peeking around the the uh, shower curtain, it's like, whoa, that's creepy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how the book is. That's that's okay. creepy stuff that the book has. So it's like, I was happy that that was in Doctor Sleep at least. So, sure. So it was like yeah. it was satisfying 
to go, okay, all the stuff that I was not happy with the shiny, the show and Dr. Sleep. So it kind of like makes it all work. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So that's why I was really happy. Yeah. I just, I'm so glad they did that. I mean, Dr. Dr. Sleep was great. Ewan McGregor, everybody was great. Yeah. I just I really, Diana liked it. My wife loved it too. She, and she loves the shining too. So so, She's not a big so, horror movie fan, but she loves The Shining. She, she loves Stephen King. Yeah, I love Stephen King, too. She really yeah. does. And I do, too. Did, oh, yeah. So like, when did you first see The Shining? Was that another <laughs> probably, Carl? Probably in the 90s. It was Carl. Because <laughs> I ask you this every time. I know you do. I know. Yeah. I just, uh, like I said, yeah, when I met him and during uh, Second City, and he's just a huge horror fan, and he introduced me to all these did, films. Did you see it in the so, theater? I don't think so, no. You saw it on video. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. So, because it came out I in 80, it, so. I think I saw it in the theaters. Yeah, I did see it in the theaters, yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, yeah. That's, I was just, I just remember just being really disappointed. Because I was really looking forward to this film. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You said your first yeah. viewing, you weren't very happy. So. And but, then it no. was like years and years later before I even watched it again. Yeah. Because I was like, come on. You were disgusted. It was because you read the book first. Well, and, you know, right? back yeah. then, I mean, I was like a traditional horror freak, man. If it wasn't dark and moody and everything else, you, hit, you, oh, lost, gotcha. you lost me. I got gotcha. you. Know? And then... Okay. You know, Stanley Kubrick, um, he, well, made, he has a style. And he, maybe he didn't like his style well, in the, to begin it, with. It, was, it wasn't that. It was, you know, I didn't really understand the, the genius behind Stanley Kubrick until I really started researching him and watching a lot of his other films. And then, then when I did watch it again, I kind of got it. Yeah. And a lot of people talk about that and they're like, you got to understand Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. the guy was a photographer before he became oh, a filmmaker, and he oh big time. And they were talking about, you know, the scenes where they're in the in the in the big room, you know, where Jack's typing. Yeah. Um. The, you know, they have these big windows on the, mm-hmm. on the side there, and now that's not real sun coming in. Those are like millions and millions of watts of lights. Oh my god! Because Kubrick understood uh photography and he knew what the look of you know during the winter how the sun mm-hmm. shines and how it reflects off the snow oh, and sure. this is the kind of look you would get and you know that being from chicago when you oh, look through time. a window you get that Very and it's bright. hard to recreate but he got oh, yeah. it and wow. what was really cool too is that they're filming on the stage, and then when they're outside of the overlook, especially the the, the one shot where Jack Torrance is, he's got the axe, and he's going mm-hmm. Danny, and he's outside. Oh yeah, and I'm he, coming. And it's and you got this haze. Yeah, you yeah. Know, from when it's really cold. Oh yeah. Again, being from Chicago, you know this. When it's really oh, yeah. cold, you get this kind of like a haze, like a fog type mm-hmm. thing. And yeah. he nails it. You're like, oh, big time. It, you, you sold it, man. It looks like you're outside in the snow in a very cold environment. Freezing cold day. Oh, yeah. you big. You and just the way the glow of the lights are, and I, and I always oh. thought that that was creepy. And I'm like, 
you know, there's got to be more horror films shot in the winter because that's creepy. I mean, I've oh, been I've been in out in the like in the boonies in the farmland and it's like snowing and there's this dead silence and you just oh, see sure. the snow just kind of drifting down and I'm like, it's so eerie. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, there's got to be more films like that. And then he, you know, he's Cooper got oh, he it. Nails it. He, he oh, nails it. Time. Oh and yeah. Even in the hedge maze, you can get that. He gets that oh. weird light in there and it's so so well done yeah i just that's a, a lot of the movie you know a lot of i mean there's just so many elements and um when you have the perfect mixture you know um you've got a great film and um i mean obviously it depends on what you like but you know i love suspense thrillers and like like we talked about the way he shot it and the, the performances and the, the story and just it's he's just and, and he's it, got it. He and you know it. what was really, really interesting? They're shooting uh, Stanley Kubrick's wife shooting the documentary, and they're taking a break, and they show mm-hmm. Stanley Kubrick on a typewriter. And guess what he's writing? Um, All work and no play. No play makes, makes Jack a dull He's boy. writing those pages. Oh my god! On a, on a typewriter. Oh jeez! I was like. And that's creepy. I remember first seeing that. I'm like, oh my god, is that just eerie? But it's, but it's true. Like what I was talking about, it's like I could so see that happening. But there was like a novel you know? there. You know, that's a lot. You know, it I know. had to be like three, four hundred pages. Yeah, I and know. they were all typed out. Yeah, there wasn't one thing where it was like, okay, we're just gonna type a couple pages and then you know, you know, kind of fudge it. Yeah. <laughs> no, those are all typed, yeah. dude. Oh my God! That's crazy. It, it, just, it is. It is. Yeah. Nobody saw all those pages, but I guarantee you they were all typed out. I know. <laughs> That's crazy. I know. I know. That's just freaking crazy. <laughs> it's Stanley it's just, Kubrick's writing them. It like you couldn't get an intern to do that. He's doing it. He's doing it. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. That man. What a great film. Oh. <laughs> I just so see that happening. I just so, you know, I mean, I could totally see just going off the rails like that, just absolutely losing it. You know, I just, that, that, that was the, the creep factor for me was that he's just, you know, he's, he has great intentions. He's going to write this novel. He, you know, everything, <laughs> yeah. everything starts out great. And then he just starts to, he just starts losing his mind and it's, and then he, you know, and he just, turns on his family oh gosh it's just so good you know they yeah. they were talking about how you know stanley kubrick would let the actors kind of go nuts you know let them do what they want Play a little bit yeah yeah and they said that the scene where he's coming through the door with the axe and he's saying all those words were all ad-libbed was the here's johnny ad-libbed all oh, that was ad-libbed wow that's that's you know Jack Nicholson, man. I'll huff and I'll puff. All the, but they oh were doing God. 30, 40 takes. They were on like, they were they wow. were talking to the director of photography when they were going Jeez. through the door. They were on take 30. Oh and he goes, when they did like take, they did the first take. They're like, damn, that was good. That was awesome. But when they get to the take 30, that's when, that's what's on screen. Wow. That's him. I mean, he is. You could see it in his eyes. Yeah, 
that just frustrated from all the takes too <laughs> that's probably layered in there somehow oh my god and, it, and you it's know, tough to act freaked out like Shelly Duvall. Well, yeah, like, Shelly like Duvall's going nuts in there. I mean, it's, yeah, it's tough to do because I. That's not like one that. take that you could get that. No, I know, man. To get, I mean, you're an actor. I mean, you to get oh, yeah. into that. Oh yeah. That frame of mind. Yeah, it's it's, it's got to be. You're just like it's, worn out, you know. Yeah, you are, and especially if you're keeping you like doing it time take after take after take and having to get to that level and get to that emotional. Well, level. Well, you know, as an actor, you're trying to get you know like okay, another take, and you're trying it a different way. Right. And, and try this and try. But you that. still have to have the intensity, and you still have to have the truth. Right. You know right. that you're you're freaked and you're scared, and yeah. You know, I mean, I remember. Um, Yep, this other horror film that I did, I mean, I had to act absolutely terrified that somebody, some, some creature was chasing me. And, of course, there was nothing but, you know, somebody with a camera following me. But I had to act like this monster or this whatever, this creature was just out chasing me and was going to kill me. And we did several takes. And, yeah, I mean, it's it's not easy. So, yeah. I mean, I, I can – I mean, and I so appreciate her and, and him and – and then when you told me it took that many takes, that's yeah, that's. that's I mean, because I mean, I I do that when I when tough. I make when I make films. I sometimes I'll do fifteen twenty takes. Oh yeah, I'll do as many takes as it takes until I think I have it. Right. But it's always and sometimes it's, it's always best to I've have asked, more. I've asked. I'm, yeah. I, I, I'm sure you'll have actors go. Okay, I can do that better. Can we do it again? I'm sure you've had actors sure. say I, oh, I, I said that yeah. a lot too. So yeah, I've said that quite a bit. You know, I can I can nail that better. Can we let's do it again? So But it's like that that comfort factor. But you know, I've been on I've been on major sets before and I see why an actor gets a million dollars or two million dollars for a role. Because mm -hmm. they're like boom, on a on a dime, they're in it. Oh sure. It doesn't take them anything to get in. They're to boom. Get there. To get there. They're like yeah. boom. And you could cut in the middle of it, and he would pick up right at the same level, voice level, yeah, same mannerism, everything. I know. That's hard. That is not easy yep. at all. That's no. why they're making so much money. Oh, I know. And I was like, I was I was just in awe. I'm like, wow. Mm-hmm. No wonder Because when you see so Shelly Duvall in that bathroom, man, she is in tears. She is absolutely freaked. You know, this axe is coming through the door. She's terrified, obviously. Well, and, and, um, and, and that's a real axe. <laughs> and that's a real axe. You betcha. And he's an abs he's absolutely insane at this point. So, yeah, I mean, it's just it's this combination. But like you said, yeah, I mean, to get to that emotional level, time at take after take, is it's hard. You know, they. So I, um, I was watching this thing. Um, it was it was about the making of the Mandalorian. And they okay. and, and uh, ILM has this new technology now, where they got rid of uh, green screens and blue screens, and now they have digital backdrops. And wow. the backdrops are connected to a um, a game engine. So when you point the camera at a certain area, the background changes to give the same depth of field that you would get in a 3d environment mm. wow so now the actors like you were talking about they don't have to imagine anything because they're now in immersed because they're in it they're gotcha. in that world now they gotcha. have, it's all three 3d all around them they're in the world they don't have to imagine wow. anything 
and that's, that's what the right. and they were talking with the actors and they're like this is blowing my mind now all the actors are on board because they don't you know not not everyone's going to imagine the same thing mm-hmm. and he's going now everyone's on board there's no ambiguity you know they're oh i see seeing what they're supposed to see mm-hmm. and they're all on board and it's a whole wow. new world of acting oh yeah because time. of this technology sure wow just crazy I, I yeah and i haven't started the mandalorian i know you'll be upset to hear oh that oh my god i know <laughs> I know. I hear you. Well, I know you're raving about it, and I, I hear it's great. But, it so. is truly amazing. I mean, if you're a Star Wars fan, this is like the. I am. This is the ultimate Star Wars. I mean, this and where is, does it take place? Is it before A New Hope, or where is it? In the whole uh, scheme of things? I can't remember where it's at, but I think it's between New Hope and Empire. Oh, okay. Okay. But all right, it's. It's just yeah. an amazing, and when okay. you when you see just the technical aspects of of it in the in the look, you'll be like blown away. And this okay. is how and this is how they're ge- getting these looks is that it's so mind boggling because they're actually shooting in camera everything. They don't have to do a lot of, I mean they they got practical stuff, but it's all you know this this video screen. Sure, and the and the video screens go like up like feet, and then it's and and, and you can see the sky above you because it's all wow. they're in this like big round area in ILM, and it's all video screens, so it's Jesus. all three D. It's craziest thing, te- yeah, craziest technology I've ever seen. Wow, yeah, I was like, now you can build like these sets and that actually have to build sets. That's true. You just have to put the 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 front facade and put a couple of things in front of the screens, and now it blends so well that you can't tell. Yeah, that there's a screen back there. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. I don't know how we got in Star Wars, but I don't either. <laughs> we do that sometimes. <laughs> yeah, we do like sci-fi films besides horror films, folks. We do. Sorry. Yeah, that's you know, there's true. a lot of. Diehard horror fans out there, but I am. Yes, I am too. But you know, I, I am watch. Too. I actually watch other stuff too. So. Yes, <laughs> and you As can do, do that. You can do that. You can. You, you can love you horror can. and love comedy, and drama. Yeah, and science and fiction. sci-fi and <laughs> all that. Absolutely. Yeah. No, we so. love you still, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny is. Um, I don't know if you're a Simpsons fan. Ah, uh, somewhat. They did a Treehouse of Horror, and they did a, a kind of a parody of The Shining called The Shinning. On Simpsons. <laughs> and The Simpsons. It's a, oh my god! If you get a the chance, shinning? it is so freaking funny. Oh my god! The Shinning. Yeah. Okay, I'll have to check it out. <laughs> I'm sure it's on YouTube or something. One, one of the Treehouse of Horrors, man. Oh my god, so funny. Okay. I'll it's check it funny. out. It is funny. But anyway, so <laughs> yes, <laughs> is that all we got on the shining? Is that I it? think so. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, we must apologize. Don was uh, cutting the grass today, so he's a little. Out of it. 
I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> but tell, now man, since that, you brought it up, that, an 85 the, degree heat, the, yes, the energy's I, I mowed gone, the lawn. Man. And, the energy's yeah, gone, and I was, I was pretty like, overheated, and I took a shower, and I'm kind what? of, I'm a little wiped out, I'm so like, you'll have to forgive he's me. He's talking so. softly, and so am I, and I think everyone's starting to fall asleep. I, I hope not. <laughs> so wake I up. really Damn hope it. not. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I'm just, uh, we're going to have rain for the next three days. So I just, I had to get it done. Let it rain. Let it rain. Let it rain. (laughs) Um, so, but, um, (laughs) oh man. Yeah. If I'm not, I don't know. Hopefully I didn't, uh, hopefully I sound like myself, but I'm, yeah, I'm a little tired, but, um, but anyway. So, So, yeah, we're going to have to start recording on another day if you're not. You know, <laughs> damn it, Don! Where's your dedication? No, no cutting the grass again. No, that's it. No God. extra activities or anything before we record. Yeah. So, I'm gonna take some like I don't know. I haven't even I haven't had dinner. I've I'm just, oh you haven't yeah. had dinner yet. Oh it's, no, it's no. This way he's like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> Let's go. We'll talk to you next week. Okay. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my god. That's okay. I think that's about it anyway, but uh, you know. Okay. But uh, you know, 40th anniversary of The Shining. Yes. Um, check it out folks. Both films. Oh, it's a phenomenal film. The Shining. And, yeah, check out Doctor Sleep and too. Doctor yeah. Sleep. If you haven't Fantastic. seen those films, watch them both. Yeah. Is totally worth it. You know, obviously, watch The Shining thing. first. Obviously, yes, but obviously, but yeah, but check them both out. Um, Stanley Kubrick. Yeah, I, really I have to check out that documentary you were talking about. I got to check that out. Yeah, it was it was uh, it was a bonus on the digital uh, Shining because they released The Shining in, in a in a 4K version. Okay, and I was like, oh, I want to see this. Yeah, and they had absolutely. this this documentary, and I was I, w- I didn't know it was on there, and I'm like. What is this? And they're showing Jack Nicholson brushing his teeth and oh my getting God. ready to to shoot. And they're going from his his, his room where he he, he was <laughs> he's got his pants open and he's putting his shirt you know on and uh, right. he's getting ready to to shoot the movie. And they're following him from his room down into the set. And then you're going like you, you see all these like wooden backdrops and stuff. And then he turns and you're in the overlook. And you're like, wow. wow, that's freaking awesome. Oh, my God. And Jack Jack is just amazing. I mean, he, even when he's not acting, he's just... He is. The guy he's is just an amazing. character. Yeah, he's Amazing great. guy. Wow. He really is. You could tell why he was a star. He was just... Oh. He still is. He's just amazing. He's just... Yeah. Yeah. Everything he does, I've, I I don't think I've seen anything that I haven't liked that Jack has done. I just love Jack, I really do. Yeah. So. Jack Nicholson, yes. Phenomenal. Yeah, like I said, Shelley Duvall. I mean, I can't. I just I couldn't imagine anybody else in these roles. I just couldn't. No. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. There, n- nobody else could have pulled it off. No. And like I say, they were all good actors. It's just De Niro. Yeah. I don't know. I like De Niro, but Robin Williams probably could have done it. If you haven't seen One Hour Photo with him, it's wonderful. 
and yeah, it's a Robin Insomnia? Williams you probably haven't really seen, and Insomnia is really, really good too. Yeah, so it's, I it's think a Robin Williams you really haven't seen. Uh, yeah, I, oh, yeah, I mean him. I, that that surprised me. I mean, I saw one hour photo, and then I saw Insomnia, mm-hmm. and I'm like, him playing a bad guy. He's good. Yeah, he and was he's really, one of really the good. Funniest guys I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, I know, life. I know, and he pulls it off, and he's and you know, and he, it was haunting. I, I yeah, I was especially in, in Insomnia, and I'm like, whoa. Yeah, I gotta that's watch Robin, it again. I loved Robin, it, but I gotta watch Robin it again. Williams? I know this guy is the funny. I, you see him on 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 a talk show, and he's coming up with all this funny stuff. Oh and, yeah. yeah, I mean, it just drag down, fall in your face, laughter that he just mm-hmm. comes out of nowhere. I mean, the guy was oh, just natural talent. He what was. a talent! Wow. I know. And then you see something like Insomnia or One Hour Photo, and you're like, wow. Yeah. I knew he had range, but holy cow. Yeah. Well, it's like Mrs. Doubtfire and, oh, my God, all oh, the movies that he did. I mean, phew. I just, yeah, that man was just <laughs> so talented. Yeah. Oh, God, he was so good. Daddy, that daddy movie boy. alone. Oh, gosh. Just, oh, my God. Amazing. Amazing. Just gives you chills yeah. with all that, that talent, man. Oh. It does. It really does. And it's just it's so exciting. sad what happened. But I. I'll never forget hearing about it. I was so sad. He was just—he's just one of my favorites. Him and Philip Seymour Hoffman, and well, I know because I mean that's—I mean I've—I've I've known you for a long time. You've always rant and rave about about him, Robin. Robin. Oh yeah, <laughs> see the Fisher King. If you haven't yeah. seen that, I know you have. But to our listeners, it's not a, a very well known, but it's a really really good movie. Jeff Bridges. It's not, is it's great not a horror it. film, folks. No, it's not. <laughs> Here I am pimping non-horror <laughs> movies. Oh well. How dare you? What's the you? matter with me? How but it's really you? good. No, I know. Kidding. I'm just. Kidding. I know. But um, yeah, he's great in that. He's great in everything, but he's really good in that too. So. All right. Well, uh, we'll wrap it up here. I know you're. All right. uh, you want to eat and. Uh, <laughs> don't you know, don't, don't pin this on me. <laughs> Thanks a lot, John. God. Gotta cut this. Gotta cut this short. He's still got you know, shards of grass in his teeth and stuff. So. I know. <laughs> In between my toes and <laughs> like a walking shrubbery right but, now. But, you know, at least you took a shower for the podcast, so, you know, yes. we, we appreciate that. That's, I, awesome. That's awesome. I Thank couldn't you. stand myself, so <laughs> I had to. Oh, anyway, so well, I hope you guys enjoyed it and um, our talk about The Shining and other yes. films, and um, we'll be back next week. Yes, thanks for listening. Uh, yeah, I don't know what we're going to be talking about next week, but uh, we will be, be back. It'll be good. It'll be awesome. Uh, yes. Again, check us out on HorrorVane.com for the latest horror news. And if you want to reach out to us and drop us a note, more than welcome to. And uh, As always, uh, we love you. And thank you, Don. Thanks for listening, guys. And uh, we'll see you next week. See you next week. You are listening to the Fear Film Studios Podcast Network.